Moments with Moni can be heard on Anchor, Stitcher, Overcast, Apple, and now Podchaser. You can also find my blog and Facebook page and link tree filled with many links in my show notes. And now on to today's episode. Hello again. Last time we went over Song of Solomon chapter 1 verses 1 through 4. My hope is that you had some time to look into the verses and think about some of the things that I shared and spent some good time with Jesus, some intimate communion with him. Today we're going to pick up in verse 5 of chapter 1. The maiden speaks here, I am black but comely, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, as the tents of Kedar, as the curtains of Solomon. Look not upon me because I am black, because the sun has looked upon me. My mother's children were angry with me. They made me the keeper of the vineyards, but of mine own vineyard have I not kept. Tell me, O thou whom my soul loves, where you feed and where you make your flocks to rest at noon. For why should I be as one that turns aside by the flocks of thy companions? Ah, yes, the beauty of the King James Version. I think I like to read this book specifically from it because it really highlights the beauty of the poetry. But whatever does it mean? The scenario we can picture here is the king getting away from it all, taking a stroll through the countryside, and the two of them happen to meet. The maiden can see that she has met someone important, but doesn't realize who he is. Instantly, she realizes her unworthiness. Oh, don't look upon me, says the Shulamite, because I'm dark. My skin is dark. I've been out in the fields working. Think back to when you first fell in love with Jesus. Like the Shulamite, we recognized our sin, our unworthiness, and yet we were washed in the blood of Jesus. In the eyes of our beloved, we are beautiful. Speaking to the daughters of Jerusalem, the Shulamite sees herself as the tents of Kedar, which were made of black goat's hair. We have heard of Kedar in the book of Genesis. He was the son of Ishmael, the grandson of Abraham and Sarah's handmaid, Hagar. Through the line of the flesh, we see the Shulamite maiden identify herself with the black curtains of Kedar, and yet also as beautiful as the curtains of Solomon. The war between the flesh and the spirit will rage in our minds and bodies until we leave this earth. In Galatians 4, it tells us in verse 22, it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a slave woman and one by a free woman. Isaac and Ishmael came from this line. One are the people of the flesh and the other are the people of the children of the promise. In verse 24 of chapter 4, God goes on to say that now this may be interpreted allegorically. These women are two covenants. So we have an example of a paradox of grace. Another example of this paradox of grace in these verses are the black curtains of Kedar made of the black goat's hair and the beautiful curtains of Solomon. In Hebrew culture, it was common to keep the betrothed bride indoors for up to 12 months because paleness was considered beautiful, which in the case of the maiden made her chances of marrying very slim. And she realized that being out in the fields, in the vineyards, happening to come face to face with this shepherd king. 
With our own souls in mind, programs, business, luncheons, teas, even retreats may keep us too busy for true communion and worship of our Savior. The very deeds, though they be good, may tend to replace communion with the beloved of our souls, rather than works coming out of the love we have for Him. Don't wait to get alone with God at the mountaintop retreat. Cultivate those quiet times with Him every day. In verse 7, the maiden wants to know where to find rest. The shepherd king instructs her to follow the flock. Have you ever heard of church hopping? It's what Americans do best. Many hop from church to church in search of what might tickle our fancy. But the Shulamite, like the true sheep, wants to know where to rest and be fed. We should not be as the spiritual harlot that turneth aside, that goes after false teachers and false prophets. If we do not know where to rest and feed on the word, then follow the sheep. Follow after those who have gone on before you. Hebrews chapter 11 shows us the hall of fame of sheep, of believers that have followed God through the years, through the generations. Do you find that you may have wandered off? Do you find yourself in the wilderness? Turn back. Jesus restores the soul. We can be weak, foolish, defenseless, stupid sheep at times. Okay, maybe not you, but I can Left to ourselves, we may wander off into those dangerous, unprofitable places. At times, we need to be made to lie down in green pasture and led to the spiritual food that is profitable for us beside those still waters. We need to be led beside that still water by the Holy Spirit that refreshes and restores our soul. Oh, but we like to drink those syrupy sweet colas that go down so much sweeter and end up making us sick. But if we turn to the Word of God and drink deeply of the Holy Spirit, our souls can be refreshed. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Never